Hey everybody, it's Joanne from Murder Amongst Friends and I just wanted to take this opportunity to talk to you guys about a little something that's very private in my life but also dear to my heart. Uh, for anybody who knows me personally, you know that I had a sweet, sweet nephew named Banner who passed away a few years ago on New Year's Eve 2020 from a horrible disease called Rohad uh, when he was five years old and I'm going to try not to cry while I talk about this um, so I'm going to do my best bear with me most people don't know and I didn't know what Rohad even was it's a very serious life-threatening disease it's extremely rare only about a hundred people at any given time in the world actually have it ROHAD is an acronym for Rapid Onset Obesity with Hypothalamic Dysregulation, Hypoventilation, and Autonomic Dysregulation. It basically affects the autonomic nervous system, which, which controls involuntary actions like breathing and your heartbeat and um, can cause many serious side effects. My nephew himself was suffering from tumors on his spine, rapid weight gain no matter what we did. He had hallucinations. He couldn't control his functions. He had behavioral issues. He had trouble breathing. It was a really awful disease, um, an awful progression for him. And it was probably the worst thing that I've ever been through in my life. And, um, my sister obviously has ever been through in her life. The reason that I'm telling you this is that one set of his grandparents, and we'll call them Papa Ken and Nana, wrote a book called Stars in a Jar that basically details Banner's life and all of sort of the fun things that we tried to do with him in his short time here on the planet. And Papa Ken and Nana wrote the book. Um, it's illustrated by an artist named Emily Barros. And you can pre-order it right now on Amazon and also barnesandnoble.com if you search for Stars in a Jar. There may be other books with the same title, but you'll notice that this one has a white cover and it's a little boy looking out a window, um, letting the stars out of his jar uh, flying up into the sky. The book is $13.99. Um, you'll pay a little extra for shipping. All the proceeds are going to benefit Rohad Inc. in my nephew Banner's name. Um, it will help for research to see if we can find out what causes this horrible disease in the hopes of preventing families from having to deal with this in the future. And also, um, if we can sell a lot of books and we can raise a good amount of money, then we would like to take some of that and actually help families dealing with it currently because some of them are single parents you know, they're having trouble getting their kids to even the hospitals. They're having trouble um, getting their bills paid and things like that. So we really want to take any proceeds uh, from this book and just help research and the families involved. So if everybody could go to Amazon.com or Barnes & Noble and just search for the book Stars in a Jar, that would be very much appreciated by myself and my family. And uh, thank you for listening. We really do appreciate it. The following podcast contains strong language and frank discussions of violence. Listener discretion is advised. Hey. What's up? What is, what is up, everybody? How it so, do? It's Joanne and Mike. 
once again, Murder Amongst Friends in my living room. Got the windows open. Nice summer breeze coming through for change. Makes me feel fine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a mellow. It's, it's a, a mellow Sunday. It's a mellow Sunday for us. Monday, if you're listening to this when it comes out for you guys. I'm in a bad mood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I can't stop doing things to myself. And let me clarify that. Yeah. Because I was going to rec- Okay. <laughs> let's let's back it up, guys. Um I continuously have to mess with my hair. Cut it, dye it. Just It's just a thing. It's just a thing I do. Yeah. I get bored and I probably don't like myself that much. Mm. If we want to get right down to it. Hey, it's one of those days. So I mess with my hair a lot. And I think I finally have fucked it. Oops. Whoopsie. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we call a whoopsie poopsie. That's what I call a poopsie doopsie. (laughs) Um, And I may have to cut my hair. I'm not looking forward to it. So I'm not in a good mood, everyone. (laughs) So hopefully Michael (laughs) can... No pressure. Do something to get me out of this funkadelic mindset that I'm in right now because it's not great. Absolutely no pressure. No pressure at all. Mm. Uh, this story uh, this week, actually, before we get to the story, yeah, it's not going to help your mood, but we should just mention it. It's not true crime related. Okay. Uh, we did binge all available episodes of The Idol on Max Oh my yesterday. god, are we actually going to talk about it? <laughs> Just oh, to say, my god. Oh my god. we're not going to get into specifics. It's not worth getting into specifics. We are just here to say everything you've been reading about the show is accurate. It's the biggest piece of shit I've ever seen in my life. And we've watched a lot of shit. Yes. I have seen and collected so many B-movies and worse yeah. in my lifetime i have a very high tolerance for shit yeah and this is fucking yeah. total garbage like i like surprisingly bad yeah. with the people that it had behind it yeah. i don't know who the fuck sat in a meeting okay yeah listen up hollywood <laughs> at this point maybe did ai write this i don't even, maybe maybe let ai write it i don't even know <laughs> I don't even know. I'm not going against the writer's strike, but this was the biggest load of shit. Now you've got me fucking, I didn't, I've been talking about it for two days. And you're like, you're talking about this an awful lot for a show that you fucking hated. Yeah. And now you go and bring it up while I'm in a bad mood. It's the format of the show. To get me riled up again. It's fucking terrible i'm not gonna go in on what people look like and shit because i don't think that that's appropriate Mm -hmm. in a public platform but just everyone looks like shit okay (laughs) let's just make it fair for everybody it's terrible it's garbage the writing is fucking bad the acting is horrendous the scenes and the scenarios are fucking ludicrous i and not ludicrous in the good not in my chick bad my chick hood my yeah. chick do stuff that you chick wish you you could yeah. no not in a good 90s ludicrous way this is like fucking outrageous <laughs> yes it's garbage it's been canceled yeah. after four episodes have yeah. you seen some of the shit that makes it to multiple seasons that's out there sure have okay this got canceled after four fucking episodes yeah so it is no bueno so it's, you know 
basura. Yeah. <laughs> it is garbage. Yeah. You know, just watching the, not to bust the myth of Joni Boni Maroney, but <laughs> as our unseen producer handling this part of the, the show, but yeah. just watching the, the waveforms of the audio getting recorded, it was at a nice low, I would say, Mike-esque level. <laughs> and then I mentioned that show, and, and now we're back to Joanne. Spiked up. Now we're back. You know what, guys? We only watched it, yeah. ironically, because I said, this. all these reviews are like hammering yeah. this show, the actors, all everything. Can it be that bad? So we sat down, ironically, to watch it, yeah. as if to say, it, it can't be that bad, right? Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It did not disappoint. It was so fucking bad that after like, we were like two minutes into episode one. Barely. And yeah. I was like, this is already trash. Yeah. This is trash. Yeah, it's it opens with a long take of uh, a photo shoot. And it's trying to make a political point. It's, and it's so not... fucking egregious. Yeah. And it just falls flat. The whole thing is super cringe. Yeah. And not in like a, I get it, it's supposed to be cringy. Yes. I, I, yes. I There's supposed it. to be uncomfortable, intense situations I, and characters. I and... fully understand that. But yeah. they did not hit the mark. Correct. And it's just uncomfortably yeah. cringy to the point where you don't even want to watch it. It's so fucking stupid. Yeah. So yeah. we we've done our That's public our dis- service. Recommends. Yeah. <laughs> we've our done un- our our unrecommends. Yeah. What are we gonna call it? Our public service. <laughs> our PSA. Yeah. Just don't even yeah. waste your time. We waste our time so you don't have to. That's right. Uh this is actually going to also save a good amount of time, but not in a way that we would recommend that you <laughs> don't do the actual thing. The story this week is the Murder Amongst Friends take on the story that is covered in the podcast Murder in the Granite City, which was a podcast very recently released by the Scottish Sun. Um, We'll talk more about that later. But that is a seven-episode series that goes into all of the different avenues of this story. Um, This is the Murder Amongst Friends condensed version. In, out, in an hour. You know what you need to know. (laughs) (laughs) Recommended by one of our listeners. So, guys, we do listen to you when you send us suggestions. So keep them coming. So this is the story of the death of Dr. Brenda Page. Okay. Dr. Brenda Page was killed in her home on July 14th, 1978 in Aberdeen, Scotland. She was savagely attacked and suffered more than 20 injuries to her head and face. Mm. The brutality and seeming senselessness of the killing of a 32-year-old genetic scientist shocks the local community. I love women in science. Police sprang into action, but this case would go cold for over 30 years. Oh, come on, dude. (laughs) I just had a whole conversation with somebody. We were, like, screaming about the fact that, like... Most of these cases that the case goes cold mm-hmm. for X years, right? Yeah. If, and, and, and I'm not here to knock the cops because I'm in a bad mood today, but <laughs> fellas, if you had only done some due diligence, some very simple police work, 90% of these cases could have been solved in like a couple days. Yeah. Okay? Well, so the reason that I am able to tell the shortened version is because this podcast, Murder in the Granite City, was being prepped uh, by the Scottish Sun, and they had released two episodes. The day they were getting ready to release their third, 
a major break in the case happened, oh unbeknownst to them. Can you imagine? Um, and for all intents and purposes, a la the Golden State Killer back in, in the U.S. when uh, her book came out and then mere days later the police arrested the yeah. actual Golden Whoops. State Killer. Uh, they basically solved this case yeah. midstream of this podcast. How rude. So and they realized these people were in the middle of a podcast. Yeah. So when the podcast was created, conceived, produced, yeah. it was still a cold case. Yeah. So many of their episodes are exploring the possible sure. scenarios. Suspects and all that. So there are three main suspicions and roads to go down here. By virtue of our timing of finding this story or yeah. being told about this story, we know the ending. Okay. So the way I tell this story is from the ending presumed. I will mention where those turns in the case may have happened. Okay. And you'll notice them. But because we know the truth and because of what those diversions would have been, they're a little silly. Okay. <laughs> okay. They're not silly. They're not but silly. They're, they weren't silly at the time. Yeah, they're they're not silly at the time, but in hindsight, they are very indicative of the police then, mm-hmm. you know, in the late seventies and even now. Okay. Um, so here we in go. In twenty fifteen, yeah. investigators decided to revisit the high profile cold case and using modern scientific techniques, interviewing and reinterviewing thousands of people, they finally found their killer. The unfortunate thing is that it turns out police also found their killer mere hours after the discovery of Dr. Page's body. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say top of conversation? Had they just done a little bit of work, right? Could have been solved in a few days because all these... God damn it. Now, all these fucking cases, right? That go cold. Yeah, yeah no. Just you're aren't you just so chipper and cute today? Just smiling and laughing away with not a care in the world while I'm gonna be bald. Okay? Uh You're you're bald by choice. No, I'm not. Well, ish, kinda. Yeah. Kind, well, yeah. You could have left it. You decided not to. Yeah. This is not by choice. This is by stupid mistake anyway. My stupid mistake was being born. <laughs> Blah. <laughs> Blah. Thanks, mom and dad. <laughs> Had they just done it? Because when you go back on these cold cases and they like revisit, like we're going to get a fresh set of eyes on the case, right? Yeah. We're going to put these cold case detectives and they start reading through. Lo and behold, yeah. every single time, yeah. the person who ends up being the killer is right there in the fucking notes. Yeah. Okay? Oh, yeah. he was interviewed five times and we let him go. Oh, uh, we had him in custody and we let him go. Oh, he was at the crime scene covered in blood and said he just happened to come <laughs> upon the body and we let him go. Oh, he admitted it and we let him go on his own recognizance. Right? <laughs> yep. Every time. And then he left the state Michael. and did the exact same stuff. Okay. Yeah. So I'm tired of this. Yeah. Can we just do our flipping jobs? <laughs> Christopher Harrison... <laughs> Had been ap- that's, that's a nice segue yeah. from yeah. me losing my shit. Yeah. And then you just seem so pleasant. And this is why everyone hates me. Because <laughs> you seem you, pleasant and I seem like a wild maniac. Yeah, but if they like me, they should like my opinion. If they, li- if they met us in person, they would realize that <laughs> you're the wild are, yeah. maniac. But and- they are completely in the wrong. <laughs> right. This is all because I edit the show. Yeah. I make, make myself Really look like make this. yourself yeah. sound sane and like a good person and make me sound like a fucking wacko yeah yeah 
and as if I'm, you know. Can I file another HR complaint? (laughs) (laughs) Christopher Harrison had been apprehended and brought in to be interviewed in the hours after the murder. Harrison denied everything. A report was completed by investigators, but prosecutors decided there was not enough evidence to take this man to trial. So they let him go. (laughs) All these decades later, Mm -hmm. Christopher Harrison would be apprehended and brought in again, still denying everything. But this time there was no shortage of evidence. Okay. There was semen found on the duvet in the bed where Dr. Page was found dead. That was 590 million times more likely to come from Harrison than any other male on the planet. Right. The window uh, of Dr. Page's bedroom had been forced open, and Harris had, had lain in wait, waiting to commit his crime. A tiny fleck of paint was found on the sill of that window that matched the paint of his car, no. a mini traveler. How, how did a... This was on the retesting of things. And... I know, but how do you find a how did a flake of your car? Have you ever had a flake of your car paint on you? Not that I'm aware of. I'm not aware of. How but I've I... also never laid in wait to attack. So he like broke into this lady's home. Yep. And just stood there waiting until she came in, and yes. then he attacked her. This is all well and good, but who was Christopher Harrison, and why did he kill Doctor Page? Mm-hmm. You may be wondering. I am wondering. Would it shock you to learn that Christopher Harrison was Brenda Page's ex-husband? Would not shock me. Mm. Would no shock me. Because... I didn't think so. Like, what is it? Like 97, some crazy high number percent? Yeah. It's usually yeah. the spouse, the boyfriend, yeah. or someone The husband who's... did it. I believe you have a, I, a t-shirt to that effect. I do have a shirt that says the husband did it. And yeah. when I wear it out, yeah. I get very angry looks from all the men. Dime and all bro. the women <laughs> give me a knowing look like... If I die, it's it's the guy next to me. You, you know? know what's the you deal. know what's up. At the time of the crime, the ex-husband was just a single theory into the possible killer. Doctor Page studied zoology at University College in London, where she got a first-class honors bachelor of science degree, and quickly followed that with a PhD in genetics from the University of Glasgow. She's smart. Well, yeah, she's yeah. <laughs> It was while getting her PhD that she met Harrison, who was working as a researcher at a Glasgow Virus Research Center. So they're both smart. He studied at Queen's College, Cambridge, and at one point was a biology tutor at Harvard. Although, I would like to start normalizing that that being impressive on its own is bullshit. I could give two shits about these Ivy League schools. You know why? Yeah. Because they're all about crimes being committed and covered up at these... Highfalutin <laughs> schools, Michael. Yes, yeah. So, I think I think I have you on my side here. That just because somebody worked, taught, went to Harvard doesn't automatically Couldn't give make a shit. Them... The former president is arrested and was convicted of fucking rape. Basically, yeah. you think I give a shit? Right. What your status? Yeah. Is, uh, especially now that they can, you know, that affirmative action's gone. Oh you know, well, racism is dead, but. They can still give preferential treatment based on <laughs> right. race. They just, you know, whatever. Just, they can discriminate it's just, against. It's just they their can't. preferred race, Michael. Yeah, whatever. Um, anyway, that's <laughs> irrelevant aside. Let's not get involved in a Florida <sighs> podcast because I'm going to fucking 
DeSantis, you know what? Nope, I can't even say that. I yeah. can't even say anything because yeah. I'll th- I'll probably get arrested. Yeah, anyway, you were thinking it real loud. I, was, I heard what I, you was, were, I heard what you were thinking. I was thinking out loud. Yeah, I heard what you were thinking. Yeah. Uh, the couple met in 1971 and were married in May 1972. By 1977, they were divorced. Okay. So marriage did not go well. No. It turns out Harrison wasn't really the affable gregarious or let's say laid back type in 1973 dr page was appointed as principal of the genetics department at the university of aberdeen medical school this was the second theory into the murder so ex-husbands one dr page was studying the north sea and her findings may have had a significant impact on the booming oil industry in the area will they think it was an oil hit yes no they didn't no, they didn't. Yeah. That th- this was a theory that was muddying the waters. I was being here. funny. That, well, I was trying to be yeah. funny. So, but again, see, it's like, it's not silly, but in hindsight, knowing like that it's it was the ex-husband, it's, it's kind of silly. It's a little silly. Yeah. Regardless. Um, so her findings may have cost them money, may have shut down projects, okay. may have, yeah. So that's... They were They thinking, broke into her house and there was yeah. semen on the bed because of that? I mean, get the... Yeah. All right. Uh, meanwhile, her new husband had stayed behind in Edinburgh to continue his studies, but did eventually move to Aberdeen with his wife. Okay. As you should. Yeah. However, Dr. Page expressed concerns to those close to her about her husband's behavior, saying he could be violent and that the marriage was unhappy. Dr. Page described the relationship, quote, like walking on eggshells and called her husband, quote, unpredictable, and that he could, quote, be very nice or very nasty. Well, that just I sounds... I bet that sounds familiar. Like a... To every woman listening. Yeah. What a potpourri of emotions, Michael. Yes, yes. <laughs> You know? Also, uh, forget it. I was going to go on one of my pedantic, like, dissecting of walking on eggshells. Like, why are we being so gingerly to not crack the eggshells? Why are there eggshells on the floor? <laughs> Fucking clean it up. But we don't have well, to. Well, Michael, for all intensive purposes. No, nope. I'm going to continue reading this story now. Okay. Uh, the couple separated in 1976, and Dr. Page decided to supplement her income. Yeah. She was doing fine that's she i was gonna say like she sounds like they might be living a pretty decent lifestyle but okay yeah, yeah a girl's gonna do what a girl's gonna do she answered a newspaper ad oh god okay took a job as an escort oh, oh. <laughs> wait 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 stop no meeting no wait oil industry no michael okay wait yeah <laughs> when you said <laughs> She was gonna do a little side, yeah. Try to side make hustle. Side hustle. Yeah. I was going to make a joke. Yeah. About the oh, second time so in a row. Gotta like you know. Yeah. Do what you gotta do. I even said, "Girls gotta do what a girl's gotta do." I yeah. left it at that. Yeah. But I didn't actually. Oh, I saw the think. hand gesture when you said. Oh, you saw me do the the titty yeah. shimmy. Yeah. I did a little shimmy shake. Like, yeah. hey, girls gotta do what a girl's gotta do. Again, right? I Shoulder heard what shake. you were thinking. Right. I didn't actually think that that, I thought you were going to say, you know, she took a side job on the weekends um, teaching kids yeah. basic biology at the local whatever, you know, whatever, nope. whatever, right? I didn't yeah. think you were going to say that. And then to say yeah. on top of that, yeah, it was with some oil guy who now they're going to be like, oh, 
she answered an ad and went on a date with an oil guy and he probably killed her. No. Because Con- well, kind of, of yeah. like kind of this money that she could have possibly, yeah. you know, cost them. Which is like crazy. I didn't think that's what you were actually going to say. And I was like, yeah. don't say it, Joanne. You're being stupid. Yeah, that's two th- times that you were going to be joking. And it was correct. <laughs> and it was correct. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and this new job was uh. the third and final theory into the murder. And most likely what caused the case to go cold for so long. Yeah. And was probably what ultimately led to police apathy, if we're being honest. Right. That she was in this lifestyle, no. you know. Was the, she, though? Uh, Dr. Page's sister woman by the name of Rita Ling. I wonder voiced... why she did it. Did she just do it for some excitement? Also, yes. if her husband is... Abusive. Abusive. Yeah. Wouldn't you think he would probably kick the shit out of her for something like that? Unless he was the one who encouraged her to try that in the first place. Well, this was after they were separated. They weren't divorced yet, but they had been separated. But do you think that he... Got her started. Maybe, and she just kept like, going. put her in the put the idea in her head or maybe at one point was like saying he wanted her to do stuff like that maybe listen to murder in the granite city to find out so dr page's sister woman by the name of rita ling voiced her concerns about this new profession but in a later interview rita said her sister loved going out to nice restaurants meeting new people Mm -hmm. and that brenda thought rita was just being old-fashioned okay okay so I think she was I'm more being a stick in the mud, see? I think to her, yeah. to Dr. Page anyway, this was more of the escort, like girlfriend experience kind of thing that she was providing rather than just Yeah. Meet me in a hotel for fifteen minutes. I love and, a GFE role yeah. play. <laughs> so Love it. It's an underrated Soderbergh movie, I think. Okay. Anyway. During his later trial. It was testified to that Harrison had been, quote, consumed with rage and anger by Dr. Page working part-time as an escort. Right. And that she lived in fear of him even after the breakup. The divorce was officially granted in October of 1977, at which time Dr. Page also took out an interdict to keep Harrison away from her. Okay. Basically a restraining order of the Scottish variety. So even though... (laughs) Yeah. Even though everybody yeah. in her life knows that he's abusive and she's got basically what's uh, like a Scottish restraining order. Yeah. And they pretty much interviewed him right after and all this, right? Yeah. They still couldn't like figure nope. this fucking shit because out. Because it may have been, okay. you know, an oil hit or if it was an one oil of her high hit, risk lifestyles. Stop. <laughs> stop. If it was an oil hit, Michael... You're saying oil hit like it's a real thing. If it was an oil hit, <laughs> right, they're not going to beat her about the head and neck. Right. Someone's going to fucking shoot her in the back of the head one time. Yep. They're going to wait. They're not going to break into her house and and possibly leave evidence. They're going to hide in the bush yep. outside her house. Don't do crimes. They're going to hide in the bush outside her house. And pop her one in the back of the head. They're going to unscrew the fucking light bulb. And when she comes home by herself, they're going to boop one in the back of the head. And they're going to dip out. It's If anything, these oil guys are professionals. Come on. <laughs> they're going to break in the window. They're going to push in the window. And they're going to lie and wait for God knows how fucking long before she gets home, right? Hey, it and then they're going to beat her to death? Yeah. No, dude. <laughs> Come on. What's Scotland Yard doing? She also, you're not going to like this. (laughs) Oh, 
God. She also gave Rita an envelope yeah. that turned out to contain her will, which said on the outside of the envelope, quote, to be opened only after my death. Right. So she was already predetermining that this something yes. was going to happen. Somehow, Rita controlled herself and managed to not open it until after her sister Are was dead. Are you joking? If I handed you an envelope. Yeah. Or you handed me an envelope. Yeah. Or anyone. Yeah. A stranger could come up on the street and hand me an envelope. Yeah. That says, please hold until you hear of my passing. Yeah. I'm f- immediately fucking opening it. And. 100%. Can we add a little more fire to the curiosity flame? Uh, especially if you're in like a bad situation. Yeah. Like you are afraid of your husband, yeah. ex-husband. Uh, don't open this until after I'm dead. Well. Mm. I'm going to kind of open it and bring it to someone's attention. Not the local authorities because they're not going to do shit about it. Right, they're going to think it's an oil hit. But I might, you know, gather a group of friends and stage an intervention or something. (laughs) It's never a mannequin. It's never an oil hit. (laughs) Somebody get Jeff Van Vonderen or whatever the fuck his name was from intervention over here. Oh, boy. All right. So Rita said, quote, I didn't think it was relevant to their marriage at the time. What are you talking about? I have a sibling. Yeah. If she ever handed me an envelope like that, I'm instantly reading it, and then I'm beating the fucking shit out of the other person. Yeah, whoever's inside the envelope. Yeah. 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 I also have a sister. I would not not open that envelope. Of course you wouldn't. You'd open it immediately. If it said, don't open till Christmas, I'm opening it. Yeah, well, like, well. Well, that would not be okay. never. You would never open right. it then if that's the case for you. <laughs> if it, Mr. If you Hanukkah it, man. If you handed it to me, if you handed it to me today <laughs> and said, don't open it until the end of this week. Don't open until Rosh Hashanah. Well, that's then, in like, that's a couple months. That's way too long that's, to wait. Then you'd have to do it. Yeah. It was only afterwards that I put two and two together, Rita said. The weekend before the murder... Rita and Brenda spent time together talking about a recent conference that Dr. Page attended that was really successful. This had Brenda in a good mood, but Rita Rita recalls, quote, she did not want to go home to Aberdeen because she was afraid her ex-husband would still be pestering her. You wish. But I didn't open the envelope. You wish. It was just her will. It wasn't like, my husband's going to kill me. Okay. But still. Even still, you don't know what's in it. Right. You don't know what's in it. That's the whole point. Yeah. Rita, get... Yeah. Jesus Christ. But that's even still a thing. Like, why was she preparing that way? Why wasn't she, like, filing it with the attorneys? Yeah, because your attorney then... has a copy of the will. Right, but then her husband, ex-husband, probably would have had access to it. Because uh... who knows when it was handed over and, like... But I don't think so. Depending if they were still married, because the separation and then the I still think your will divorce. is private. I yeah. don't think you, it's I, I not don't like know. you have to have your yeah. husband's permission to 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 deed something to someone. Yeah, I I don't know. Or do, common pro I whatever. Yeah. I I don't know. But still, it was handed over and the cops didn't really still do <laughs> that. does not Still thought it was an oil hit. A woman named Elsa Christie, who was an acquaintance of Harrison, said he had called her shortly before the death of his wife and remembers, quote, he said he was going to kill her. <laughs> okay. She did not then take that information and call up the local authorities and go, hey guys. Perhaps not at first. Mm. Wouldn't you think you would after she actually ended up dead? No, I would do it immediately. 
Yeah, well, right. But if you called me up and said, "I've I've had it with Robbie Bobby," <laughs> when I get there tonight, yeah, he's dead. Sorry, mom. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> I'd go. Let's maybe get someone involved here and do a wellness check at the very least, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, am I boring you, Michael? Are you bored, Michael? <laughs> yes, your uh, endless scenarios bore me. Okay. Does this friendship bore you, Michael? Oh, my God. Because we can put a stop to that immediately. <laughs> I have not been bored in the entire... <laughs> in the entirety of uh, our friendship. Dr. James Douglas, who had met Dr. Page in 1977 doing some research work, was one of her neighbors at the time of her murder. Quote, I was asked by the police to go and identify her body. I was absolutely horrified. It stayed with me for 45 years. Well, yes. He described Dr. Page as kind and thoughtful, adding, quote, She was very intelligent. Scientifically, she was incredibly precise. She was very knowledgeable. The brutality of the crime, coupled with the seeming abundance of clues, makes it hard to believe the case went cold for as long as it she did. She seems like a lovely lady. Yes. Um... I will show you a photo of mm-hmm. uh, Harrison as well. Oh, God. So they arrested him. They had some evidence. They had kind of alternative theories that weren't all that strong. Uh, had they interviewed his acquaintances, they probably would have hit on Elsa, who would have said, yeah, he called me a couple days before and said, I'm going to kill her. Uh, they had her handwritten will <laughs> given to her sister. Yeah. But, you know, not enough evidence. Let's let her let him go. Um, maybe can we hold him for a couple few days at the very yeah. least after being taken back in for questioning on March 27th 2020 Harrison still maintained his innocence he even had the audacity to say to police quote I do not think anyone could have been brighter than Brenda she had a brilliant career ahead of her she was a brilliant scientist like keep her name out of your mouth you dipshit <laughs> yeah. anyway Harrison's trial lasted 10 days, and the 15-member jury reached their guilty verdict in just two and a half hours. Oh, that's quick. Alec Murdoch. <laughs> it's a bad verdict for Alec Murdoch. <laughs> bad verdict for Alec Murdoch. Harrison showed no emotion when the verdict was read, obviously, and the judge subsequently sentenced him to life in prison with a minimum of 20 years before he was eligible to seek parole. It's worth mentioning at this point that Harrison is currently 82 years old. Which led counsel for his defense, Brian McConaughey. Were they going to be like, well, he's an old man now. He's not going to hurt anybody else. Well. Well, tough shit. Guess what? He hurt somebody prior. Yeah. Doesn't uh, matter. Oh, you you don't get, I'm the senior, it's not the fucking senior citizen discount. You go into the court and and you go, well, your honor, I know I fucking murked and raped like a shitload of women back in my 20s. But I'm 80 now and I have the gout. It's good for $5 off the senior discount. You know? Yeah. And they so, go, ah, you old son of a bitch, get out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah. He brilliant. The defense counsel brilliantly predicted that Harrison will likely die in custody. Yeah. Ooh. But, uh, good for you. He's got all that book learning. Right. Uh, an appeal was started on Harrison's behalf, but a June 6th, 2022 filing deadline, or 2023, rather. Uh, I always forget what year it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A June 6th, 2023 filing deadline was missed, and it is now deemed abandoned. So he is in jail for the duration. (laughs) (laughs) He just didn't file the paperwork on time. Yeah. And that's how I ended up uh, 
not going to college right after high school because I had gotten pre-accepted. Yeah. As long as I kept my grades the same and right. as long as I just, you know, I was like accepted in my senior year or whatever, like halfway through or something. Yeah. And, um, and I just had to keep them updated. Right. And I just didn't. <coughs> so they rescinded the offer. <laughs> and then I got pregnant and uh, had my baby. And then I went back to school when, you know, obviously later on when she yeah. was like I mean, four or five. But, yeah. Your baby so, turned out pretty good. So, so I think it wasn't. Uh, uh, I can't fault her for that because I did the same thing. Hey. I mean, Tom, what if my Tom, life was on the line? I think I might have paid a little more attention. Tom Schwartz lost his marriage certificate twice. So, you he, know. That's another Vanderpump. You're doing another Vanderpump rules reference. Hey, you've ruined me. You're ruining yourself. <laughs> You're embarrassing yourself. I, I didn't bring it up. I can't even call it a guilty pleasure because I don't feel guilty about enjoying it. <laughs> you love it. it so much. I do. It's like a. It's like your crack. Yeah. It's like you have a crack addiction. Only it's Lisa Vanderpump. So we finally we caught up to where I started. Right. Because we've been going back. We went back to the beginning. Yeah. And rewatched everything. Yeah. I'm starting to remember. We started season nine. Yep. And just the first episode, I'm like, oh, I remember this is like the first stuff I ever saw. So yeah. you must have started me watching in season nine. Right. And you said, are we going to watch all the way up through the Scandaval and everything? And I said, like that we, yeah. ju- that we just That we just watched. That we literally just yeah. watched in the last month. I was borderline offended that you even No, you were incredulous. Your voice yeah. literally went up 10 yeah. octaves. What? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Yeah. Like you were so put off by what I said, and I'm yeah. like, you. We just watched it like two weeks ago, so what? and you were like, "Yeah, I know." And I'm like, yeah. "Oh my god, what did I do? What have I done? Yeah, what have I done?" When I when I meet my final maker, whatever that <laughs> might be, and it may be nothing, uh, that will be one of the questions that flashes through my yes. mind. What have you done? What have I done? But anyway, <laughs> this was the again the short version of the story of the death of Dr. Brenda Page. For a much more in-depth review of the case, how and why it went cold, and more details about the trial, the Scottish Sun released a seven-episode podcast titled Murder in the Granite City, hosted by Ruth Warrender, which you should definitely check out because this won't ruin it. Now that you know the ending because <laughs> right. it was started and researched and done from the perspective of it being a cold case. And obviously now we know the ending, but all of those other avenues of, of investigation and just what was going on in Aberdeen at the time with the oil boom and everything else is just really interesting. Yeah. Um, so definitely still check it out. But that was the Murder Amongst Friends version <laughs> of the death of Dr. Brenda Page. Well, Brenda, we hardly knew you. <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, R.I.P. Brenda. What could have been. And Rita, get your shit together, <laughs> dude. If my sister ever fucking does me dirty like that, boy, let me tell you something. You gotta haunt the shit out I of her. I will haunt the shit out of her. Oh, I'm gonna do that anyway. Yeah. Just because... <laughs> well, you're going to have to split your time because obviously you're going to frame me yeah. for whatever happens. Well, so yeah. you need to haunt me to just make sure that the framing went okay. Yeah. But then you're going to also have to haunt her. I'm going to co-op your hauntings out. I'm not wasting my time on that. Oh, okay. You're just going <laughs> to get written <clears throat> ghost reports. Yeah. Ghost written reports. So you have someone ghost read them. Oh, you just thought I was a boss bitch in life. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know it was going to like trail over into death also. Come on, Mike. You know better than that. I, uh, I do. I really, really <laughs> you do. You really, really I do. I really, really do. Well. Well, indeed. That was a journey. Sure was. The only thing I can say uh, is 
I guess the police suck everywhere. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's not just here. It's not just there. It's a little bit everywhere. <laughs> yep. You know? Hey, Globy. <laughs> Where do the police suck? <laughs> everywhere. The police suck over here. <laughs> they also suck over here. <laughs> Basically, they suck everywhere. <laughs> and that is a reference that only very, very few of you will get. And that is why... I host this show with my best friend yeah. because she got that reference yeah. immediately. Yeah. Well, Mike, um, I'm going to wallow in my shit today okay. about uh, having to cut my hair off. Yeah. Uh, which is not something that I want to do. No. At all. Yeah. But I just can't stop messing with myself. So I guess I have nobody else to blame but me. And indirectly me i'm sure and i guess like yeah. <laughs> you know indirectly hundreds of years of like advertising and yeah. social mores and norms and all this other bullshit that make yeah. people feel like they should be looking and doing a certain thing and looking yep. a certain way and feeling a type of way and it's all bullshit and yep. we all know it but we all still fall prey to it goodbye everybody <laughs> and don't be a sucker to the man goodbye like me bye <laughs>